Hello and welcome everyone to the podcast. <laughs> what are you laughing at? What are you laughing at? Uh, just thank you for the warm welcome. I look forward to that every week. <laughs> All right, I'll take you on it. My, my week is not complete until I'm being welcomed to my own podcast. <laughs> I'm welcoming welcoming all the listeners and viewers. I'm not welcoming you specifically. You said you said everyone. I feel yeah. like I was included. Yeah, I like yeah, being you, included. You in are you, you're included, but it's not yeah. specific for you. I just want to make that clear. Oh well. Okay, I mean, if you fair. want, if you want, I'll specifically welcome you to your own podcast. No, that's <laughs> fine. I, I just as long as I'm included, I'm fine with it. That's all. You okay. said I'm included, so I'm included. All righty, it's all then. good. Yeah. Okay. So good. Anyway, boy, we are everyone's getting snowed in, man. I saw a tweet today like seventy eight percent of the US has gotten snow in the last two days, which is the most we've seen in years and years and years. So Damn. this is an entirely foreign concept to you. You don't care. But man, places that don't usually get snow are getting snow right now and they're freaking out. Right. I've heard Yeah, like Texas, like yeah. where Duddles lives, Texas uh, is like dying because they got three inches of snow. <laughs> embarrassing. Uh, embarrassing, Texas. You talk a big game about how you're the biggest state, except for Alaska, and how you want to secede from the Union, but you can't even handle yourself with a little bit of snow. Come defend yourself, Duddles. <laughs> wow. That's, you he won't do snow- it. He's a coward. <sighs> you're trying to start a snowball fight? Because this is how you get snowball fights. Yeah, like a Texan's going to win a snowball fight. Give me a break. (laughs) What's up, Alex in chat? How's it going? Uh, Anyway, so that's going on. We got a bunch of snow here, too, but like we don't care. We're Utah. We're used to it. Everything's Mm -hmm. fine. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, they're like losing power and water is somehow being disrupted by the snow. I don't understand that at all. Uh, Are the pipes freezing? It sounds like pipes freezing. I guess, but usually those kind of pipes are buried deep enough underground that they don't get that cold. Like, that's the whole idea. Right, but they've never had Maybe to they bury them that deep before. They skimped on it. They were like, we never get cold here. We're just going to bury them a foot below the ground. <clears throat> no, they're above ground. Lazy. <laughs> Lazy. They're all above ground. <laughs> they, they're still Lazy. using aquifers from ancient Rome. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, somebody needs to Photoshop this. Like downtown Dallas, just with aquifers running. <laughs> running down the street. I'd pay good money to see that. Yeah, that's... No kidding. Somebody with Photoshop skills do that for us, and then we'll make Duddles real mad. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, I don't know I'm picking on Duddles so much. He hasn't even like been around for a while. Hope you're okay, Duddles. Hope you didn't freeze to death. Uh, I'm sure he's all right. I really do love you. I'm only mentioning you because you're only, like, the only Texan I know. So It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. I guess I do know a couple of people from Texas, but I haven't talked to them in like a decade. I've talked to Duddles in like the last two months, so. Right. More recent. <laughs> it's a bit different, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's, Anywho. D- what's Duddles been up to, actually? He's, I don't know, like his his Twitter Valentine's was toast. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was like, oh, what's this? Let me have a look. Yeah, I got a year. I'm not posting that. <laughs> no, heck no. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What else has he done recently? Not much. He's been kind of quiet. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit of re... I guess a little bit of retweeting recently. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's fine. He's not dead, at least. At least not as of yesterday. He could be dead as of today. It's true. (laughs) Um... I saw on his Instagram he's been playing, like, getting his band back together sort of a thing. Playing a lot of music. Oh. 
So there's that. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm mm-hmm. glad. I'm glad he's doing it again, assuming he's not dead because he hasn't tweeted today. So <laughs> he might just not have power as well. That's that's an did, issue people are running did, into. That's true. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, wherever you happen to be, if you're suffering from this, uh, I, I'm sorry. We'll get through it. Mm-hmm. Global warming's coming. It'll melt. That's fine. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Anywho, we've got some things to talk about today on the podcast that we actually have planned, which is not something we normally do. Yeah. So, what do you want to hit first? Um, I want to clear up something I saw you say in the Discord first, which is you claim that oh, Captain no. America is the best a person can be. Oh. Like, that's how you described his power set. That is absolutely not true. No amount of regular person could hold down a helicopter that's trying to take off, right? Like, no regular person could ever do that. His skill set is excessively superhuman, not human. Hold on a second. So you're basing this entirely on the scene from Winter Soldier, uh-huh. where you hold the helicopter That's a, 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 down. A, 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 that's just my singular example that I'm giving. That's the first thing that came to yes. mind, that that okay. helicopter puts out more you know, thrusts that a person can hold without tearing themselves apart. Okay. Um, So it says Steve Rogers is considered to be the pinnacle of human potential Mm. and operates at peak physical performance due to his enhancement from the super soldier serum right from the Wikipedia about Captain America. Is Okay, okay, but we're talking about the movies here, right? Is that a quote or line ripped from comic books? Because if, like, I don't believe that peak human performance can do that right like no amount of lucky genetics and working out 10 hours a day is going to let you do that um okay i mean there's genetics involved too right Mm -hmm. someone working 10 hours a day can have a very different result than somebody else who works out 10 hours a day right Mm -hmm. which is why genetics are a big part of it which Um, is why i said lucky genetics yeah lucky genetics are working out 10 hours a day right like i don't think the rock could do what he did right because captain america is superhuman right his abilities are abnormally good right yeah all right so hmm but my point is that Spider-Man canonically has the proportionate strength of a spider. Mm-hmm. Look, look, I'm not arguing. Though. A I'm, few magnitudes uh, higher than whatever uh, caps that. Right. But here's the thing. Okay. Is Spider-Man still human? That his strength uh, is, if he is, if you still consider Spider-Man to be human, then his strength is at the greatest potential a human spider can be, which is because it's greater than like caps, which means cap is not the greatest potential a human has. Unless mm. you don't consider Spider-Man human. <laughs> I don't mean... Look, I, I, here's the thing. I'm not debating or getting involved in the rest of that argument. Um, yeah. Because I don't care. It was just the description of Cap that I took issue with. Okay. I'm just... I can now. I was just pulling from my deep comic book knowledge. <clears throat> That's not true. I know like four <laughs> things from the comics. You know, you know what comics no. are. <laughs> yes. And I've had similar discussions before about Cap. Because, I don't know, I think when the Avengers movie came out, I got really interested in, like, differing power levels. And that's when I discovered the Hulk is effectively unkillable and invincible until Thanos beat him easily, which bothers me to this day. Well, it's, um, you just you you just like to compare the comic books to the movie counterparts and the two different running... Yeah, courses. I know. I wish they were I wish they were newer. They were closer. 
Anyway, Duddles literally just tweeted his apartment just flooded. <laughs> oh no, did we cuss him? Like five minutes after we stopped talking about him, it came through on Twitter. <laughs> oh. Oh, Duddles. I'm sorry, man. At least he's not dead. I'll take it. Yeah, I mean, it's flooding where it's snowing. That sounds like a good way to have like an ice skating ring in your apartment. Sure does. Yeah. Sure does. I hope he has heat. Because otherwise, yeah. Ice rink. Mm. So, okay, so back to the MCU. Mm-hmm. Uh one thing, again, that's always bothered me about Hulk, I've been listening to a podcast that's recapping Endgame mm-hmm. uh, and Professor Hulk, right? So mm-hmm. the whole point of Professor Hulk is that Bruce Banner comes to terms with the Hulk, mm-hmm. decides not to see him as a curse or some kind of disease, but as a part of who he is and kind of merges the two and turns into a, you know, big monster, green monster with 100% of the mental faculties and personality of Bruce Banner. Sure. Right. Yeah. So that's not that's not accepting the Hulk. The Hulk is a giant rage monster um, like, who's kind of mentally deficient and just enjoys beating people up. Where's the, that part? Where's that? It's gone. Uh, you murdered him. Well, okay, okay. So the Hulk isn't mentally deficient, as we've seen in a game. He has a distinct personality and is capable of rational thought, right? Like yes. Yeah, he, I didn't say he doesn't have a brain. You said he was mentally deficient. He is. The conversations he has with Thor at Ragnarok are the deepest conversations he ever has with anyone in the MCU. Right. And, and they're all like, I hate you. We're not friends. Right? Like, that's all it is. Mm. People of Earth hate Hulk. Like, that's as deep as this gets. It was not having an actual conversation with Hulk. Hulk is a different than Bruce Banner in every possible way. Right, but it's still Bruce Banner, right? Like, it, it's a different part Ooh. of Bruce Banner, but it's not like he's got someone else's soul mingled in with his, right? See, and that's I think he does. I think, man, if you, again, if you watch Avengers, the Bruce Banner versus Hulk are two very different things. Uh-huh. If but, you, again, if you show different clips of that movie to someone who didn't know what was going on, and you're like, all right, like, in this scene, there are you know, one of these characters is the same across both of these different scenes. Guess who? It wouldn't right. be like, oh yeah, the scientist guy and the giant green monster. They're this. They're obviously the same thing. Right. It's a different aspect of his personality. Uh, right. They're, like they're supposed yeah. to be different, though. That's the point. I, I can't help but feel like it's a Jekyll and Hyde situation. Right. Yeah. Right. Like that's yeah. literally what Bruce Banner and the Hulk is supposed to be. But, um, I mean. It is what it is. You don't have to like it. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. here's the thing. No, I can't unargue the like, way you want it to be. <laughs> right? No, I know. But he, like, the whole time he's on the run and hiding and staying away from people because he's worried that when he gets mad, Hulk comes out and goes on rampages and people die. Right? right? That's what he's so worried about. So he's able to get rid of that. He just completely excises that part of himself that he's worried about by just being big and green all the time. That's all he has to do. The end. It's just such a weird compromise to me because it's really not. Anybody would take that trade, I think. Like, if you no longer have to worry about murdering people because some other Hyde character is coming out against your will, that's fantastic. Like, no wonder he's in such a good mood at the start of Endgame. But I don't feel like it was a compromise. I think he just completely excised that part of him like it was a tumor. He talks about compromise and coming together well, and accepting who he is. And that's not what he did at all. Here's the thing. There's a, there's, well, I mean, I, I think he did. 
there's mm. there's a lot of like his regular Bruce Bannery life that he explicitly has now given up, right? Like he can't uh, at the, the start of Endgame, he's very much alive, unlike some people, and so is um, who's who was the love interest uh, for him? Giorgio, yeah. Black uh, Widow. Yeah, yeah, Black Widow. Black Widow is fine. They're both alive, but he is yeah. not with her, right? He wasn't he, with her before either, because no. he's worried about the Hulk thing. Right, but now he solved the Hulk thing, but it's in a way that he can't ever be with a person, right? Like, I mean, he is now explicitly a monster. probably murder anybody he tries to have sex with. Yes, that's right. True. He also has to eat, like, an entire dinner tray of food piled up a foot high every meal, probably. Right, like you yeah. see him in the cafe, he's eating a lot of food. He needs to get yeah. stuff done. He doesn't have time to just like hang about. He needs to earn money because that shit's expensive, right? Like you can't eat out at a diner like that every day. It's expensive. He needs, he's he, he's given up the normal life Bruce Banner could ever have and has become a regular working nine to five green monster. Okay, don't you dare insult <laughs> his sacrifices to become working America. I disagree entirely. But anyway, this podcast is not about Endgame. I just, that's one thing that bothered me. I'm glad we could hash it out. Um, I disagree <laughs> with your take entirely. We can come back to it later. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we've established Cap MCU is different from, uh, MCU Cap is different from Comics Cap and same thing with Hulk. Very different all the way around. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, in other news, uh, do we want to get Wonder Egg priority done first? Yeah, or do you want to talk about pretending Yuma? Let's let's do Wonder Egg because I think I have more to say, okay. more, more to say about yeah. Wonder Egg than Pre-Tendi So Yuma. we have two weeks to get through, right? Because we didn't talk oh. about it last week. Yes. Okay. Awesome. So, um, yeah, you go first. Oh shit! Um, you don't have to. Okay, you go first. I just, I'm trying to remember what happened last week because I'm okay. really focused on this today's episode. So last week they got necklaces and they went on like a... Or today. No, that was last week, wasn't it? Nope. Pretty sure that was last week. Nope. Didn't they go to like the bowling alley and all that stuff last week? Yeah, they didn't get their necklaces last week. That was this week. Uh, maybe. Here's the thing, I watched them back to back so I don't know which is which. Yeah. So basically, they get the necklaces at the beginning of this episode because, like, they're all getting like they're dealing with the hate monsters now that are new and upgraded and scary. Uh huh. Uh huh. And so then the mannequins are like, "Here is a necklace that will help you with that," and that's all at the beginning of today's episode. Mm, okay. Yeah. Punch drunk day. Yeah. Okay. So what happened yeah. last week? Last week. So was... la- last week is bowling alley. Last week was nice. Last week was. Yeah, they just. It was really nice. Just the moment where they're hanging out. Um, <laughs> they're just spending time together, having a good time, and mm-hmm. the mannequins are like, "Hey, get out there, get back to work." And they're like, "No, screw you. We need more time to have fun." <laughs> and then the one's like, "No," and the other one's like, "Okay." And then he, you know, he gives them the more time, and it's just, mm-hmm. it's nice. It's a nice little heartwarming moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. all that's being like cut between Nadu's dream world while she's on the bridge fighting. Oh, yeah. Fighting a girl who she can't save, but instead has to kill, right? Which. Um, yes. I need your thoughts on this because I'm like fit into the established lore here. Um. Okay. Whew. So it so, seems like it's pretty cut and dry, right? You have a girl, you have a monster. She's trying to kill the monster. 
Mm-hmm. The girl is talking about stuff, which is normal. She's going on and on about how beauty is fleeting. Mm-hmm. And once you lose your beauty of youth, you should just kill yourself because you have no value to society anymore. It's this well, really like toxic message coming out, right? Right, right. I think the like the difference with this person is that all the other people kill themselves over outside factors, right? Like social pressures, family pressure, you know, pressure to do the right thing. And you just couldn't take it, right? All these kinds of things. And yeah, but- th- this girl is one who is like, well, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, I actively don't want to be alive because I think I am no longer worth it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, right. She And so that's why she is her own boss. And she can't. I, here's the thing. When she, she disappears into a puff of cloud, like all the mm-hmm. other people that you save correctly. Yes. So I'm not sure if defeating her kills her or saves her or both. Right. Well, okay. You say it's entirely internal with her. Where do you think she got that messaging? She didn't come up with it on her own, right? I'm sure somebody was telling her that every day of her life, like if, a mother or father or something. I think if someone was telling her them that, they would have been the final boss. That would have fit but, into the pattern. I think it's entirely possible that she, she didn't inter- come I think she well, yeah, but up- the difference might be that she internalized it, right? To a point where she believes it. Whereas the other girls, I think, were affected by outside things to the point where they didn't quite ever internalize it and let it become part of them. But it still drove them to suicide, you know? Right. Well, I, I just feel like if they wanted to stick to the outside force, they would have just had a different final boss, right? Like, that would have been the point. And they, uh, it's entirely possible, but they haven't shown us that. So it's like, okay. Right prove it yeah i think totally. it's i think it's far safe because she's also uh, like uh, it, it's it's the like the willingness to try and convince Nehru to do the same right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it's not yeah, just she's not as she's not afraid yeah like she doesn't feel like she needs defending she's just more trying to indoctrinate Nehru with this right mindset. Yeah. yeah 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 that's nuts <laughs> she was crazy sometimes yeah yeah also after that after that episode i was like man the 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 ending theme song is like ridiculously upbeat compared to the show (laughs) like it is like it's almost opening theme song is like here's a nice slice of life show kind of like we're feeding the fish and wandering around in the rain Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah 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 Yeah, a little incongruous. I don't think you know what you're getting into if you just watch the outro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Uh, what else happened last week? You remember? Uh, oh, we found out um, that Nehru was stabbed, is how she put it. But as far as stab wounds go, she looks like she had multiple sclerosis surgery on her spine. It, right. looked, well, it looked like the stab went into her back and dragged down, right? Yeah. That's what I think happened. That's not a stab. That's like a slashing. I don't even. I'm not even sure how to characterize that kind of an injury, but. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that was such a great moment because all the other girls are like, you know, I want to bring this person back. Uh, you know, they meant a lot to me in, in, in my life. And, or even just uh, Rika's like. I'm not quite sure what her motivations are entirely. She says she just wants her wallet back, but that's not true. She she feels guilty, right? She uh, does. She right? admitted it. And then it. Nero's just like, well, it's my sister who tried to kill me and then went and killed herself by jumping off a bridge. Mm. And 
whenever I try to ignore this whole egg thing, I experience a lot of pain. So I'm just doing this to avoid that. <laughs> Everyone's like, <laughs> yeah. I wonder if she's gonna bring a sister back to kill her, right? Like you stabbed me. <laughs> now I've got ripped fighting demons in a, in my dreamland. I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> I was in the ICU for six months. Yeah. <laughs> We still have no idea why she's like the CEO of a giant business as well, right? Like no idea what's yeah. going on there. They have no interest in telling us what's going on there. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was such a good moment last week. All right. So then this week is predicated mostly around uh, I finding out that her mom and her guidance counselor are going to start dating, which everybody really saw coming. Mm -hmm. Like. He's been over there a lot, kind of ostensibly because he's not coming to school, but mostly mm -hmm. just as developing a nice relationship with the mom. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and they keep floating this idea that, uh, what's his name? Saw Sawaki? 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 Yeah. yeah. He's involved with Ai's best friend's suicide in some way. We know that Ai had some interactions with him too in the past that we keep seeing. But we don't know exactly what happens there or the context entirely, right? Um, definitely some, but it's always like with Koto-chan. Um, it's like well, Herbie, so Like I don't think they've shown us a scene with the with the guidance counselor and I in the school by themselves. Um, so what about when he's drawing? Right, he's, he's drawing her, and he's talking about how she needs confidence. He's drawing Koto-chan. I don't think so. I think sometimes it's Koito and then sometimes I think it's Ai. Well, they show us the scene of Koi, uh, not Koi, Ai uh, walking across like a walkway bridge and she can look into the room and there's Koi Chan mm -hmm. sitting outside. Yep. I don't think she's ever in there being drawn. Like No, I don't, so, mm, mm, I'm looking this up. I mean, I've got, um, I've got it open now, uh, but yeah, I, I just don't think it's her being drawn. So my understanding of what was going on was I think like sh she wasn't cool with it. I wasn't cool with it. And then Koito totally was. Mm. And so she kind of took her place. Okay. And then something happened with Koito. And I think that's a, what's driving a lot of the guilt of Ai here. Mm. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's accurate. Because, I mean, you've watched well, the same thing I have. And if you don't think that's what happened, then... I mean... <sighs> I, I don't hate the theory because the line mm -hmm. that he gives there is your eyes are charming, which we know yeah. Ichan has um, heterochromia. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. the line makes sense if it's delivered to her. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I'm. Uh, this is this show's too new and doesn't have enough of a following that there's a super well done wiki about this yet. Well, yeah, I mean, there's also, it's an original, so there's no, yes, manga, there's no manga to draw from. Yeah. Exactly. No manga to draw true, from. True facts. Can I just say, not enough giant lizard. Okay. Right. Swallowed like I mean, two haters. Yeah. yeah. I'd, 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 a little bit more, please. It's <laughs> uh, uh, not my, not my favorite. It's Pokemon, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more or less. Okay, I just, they're like, we're going to give you some things to help. And I'm like, oh, I wonder where that's going to be. Oh, it's Pokemon. Hmm. <laughs> all right, I guess. That's cool. Uh, I like that the, like, they're all kind of edgy Pokemon, though, right? Like, um, it, yeah. it is, the total had fangs. 
Yes. And I like that the girls are initially like, what are we dealing with here? <laughs> this is a little bit creepy. Just a smidge. Yeah. No, I agree. That's nice. Uh, uh, but then, yeah. And then they were super useful against the haters. And then they won. Yeah, that wasn't really the point of the thing. Although, man, the little girl who was seeing stuff, mm. seeing monsters, and no one believed her. And then it turns out it's like the demons that the girls have been fighting the whole time. Has she just been seeing these when she was alive? Why? Maybe. I don't know. There's so many questions with this person. Yeah. She just disappeared like everybody else. We needed to like interrogate her. <laughs> yeah. What's That's what she needs is interrogation. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe, maybe <laughs> not. <laughs> Although I'm it does saying, raise the easy like, question of like, if you can't win, they can go back into their egg for a bit. Yeah. You can That's just call time out. Basically, yeah, that's, that's interesting to me. Eventually, like you have to wait out a certain amount of time and then you can call time out. You can't just do it whenever you want. It seemed like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I need to. I can't I find any discussion on this at all. Whatever. It's fine. We're the only ones talking about it. That's why. Well, Clearly. I mean, there's a subreddit, but it's not super active. Unfortunately, it's not terrible. Hmm. There's not a lot of discussion. It's a lot of memes and like fan art, which fine, but I need to talk about this stuff. All right. Uh, <laughs> so I, what I like is that there's hmm, there's nothing insidious about Mr. Sawagasi, right? Uh, nothing inherently, but they um, like he he doesn't come off as being a bad guy, but they've like they're more than willing to speculate, or at least have the girls speculate. Yeah. yeah. No, Rika absolutely is. She's down with it. She's seen the nasty side of adult men in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so she's all over it. Momo hates it because he's her uncle, mm-hmm. and she doesn't see anything wrong with him. And she could be right. That's the thing. Like this show's not interested in making it super clear about what happened at all, right? Or who the villains are in this story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so all right. So and then to end this episode. They're talking about it and talking about it. And I is super distraught over the concept of her mom dating him. Mm-hmm. And then Nero's like, you have a crush on this dude, right? Mm-hmm. And I doesn't confirm it and doesn't explicitly deny it. Well, she does. She denies it Heavily. to the point where it feels like she's convincing herself, right? Kind of, yeah. Um, a little bit. It, it, it's, it's, it's like... It's either she's trying to tell herself that, or she's just very angry that people don't believe her when she says no. Yes. Yeah. It's hard to tell if you cross the line into where it's self-denial. Or, yeah, just being upset. So, mm. what's up, Kaya? So, I don't know. And then I don't get how we got from there. Then she has some crazy epiphany. Well, right? I mean, she's it, in the bath and she has an epiphany after her mom's like, I'm going to empty your pockets. And then she goes, no. Nah. Yeah. In, in her um, pockets was the charm prayer bead that she got yeah. from the dream. So she's thinking that she can now see spirits or ghosts at her school. Oh, And that's why she wants to go back to school is because she thinks she can see Koito's like, ghost during the day. Yeah. That that would be my guess. Oh. I mean, 
the prayer bead didn't help her see the girl that she saved. It helped her see the monster, right? Helped to see the monster, but you know, who knows how it might work. I mean, I, I think there's got to be a reason beyond nothing. Like, I, if it's not that, I have nothing. <laughs> right. Well, and why is she so friendly with Counselor, dude? It's one thing to be like, I've decided to go back to school. And it's another thing to, like, jump on him, hanging on his arm, and, like, uh, tell him this. It's, like, such a, such a weirdly friendly move from her for someone that she doesn't trust, obviously. Right. I don't know. I don't understand her actions at all. Right. Like, that's a bit confusing. I, the jumping on arm seems to be just like a common thing in Japan where you grab someone by the sleeve to be like, well, not in Japan, in anime, uh, to be like, hey, I need your attention. And I don't know, she like ran up to him, which is why it looks yeah. like she's trying to cling to him, but she's not. Like the second shot is her standing at an appropriate distance away holding his sleeve. Yes. Um. Yeah, okay. So, hmm. uh, I don't know. It's, I don't know, very fortunate that he happened to be walking outside after the rain stopped and she just got there by running in through the rain. I don't know. It's a story. They got to tell the story somehow. I know. We got to get there at some point. Yeah. <sighs> so anyway, it's great. It is so consistently good. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I enjoy it. Yep. Is well done. Uh, Can I just uh, point out that in every anime ever, cooking food looks better than it ever could in real life. (laughs) (laughs) Have that sukiyaki. They do do like uh, drawing food for sure. Yeah. The sukiyaki looked delicious. And I mean, that looked like really mulled meat. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Hey, what's up, Jess? Um, yeah, is there anything else we need to cover here? Rika doesn't have a lot to do in this last episode. Neither does Momo. Well, I mean, Momo's getting pissed that everyone's like insinuating about her uncle. Yes, which is entirely fair. Yeah, entirely She's fair. She's coming from it from a biased perspective, but like, come on. <laughs> you can be like more... You don't have to be as outright accusatory as you are being, but that's how Rico rolls. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. And again, I mean, that's uh, that's nice that Momo recognized that Rico was coming from Rika's perspective, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, I know you've been through the ringer. I know your mom sucks. I know you've probably been abused, and that's why you are the way you are. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. like, I recognize where you're coming from. You're still pissing me off, but I'm not just writing you off as a human being, you know? Right. Yeah, so that was good. Good, good. good Anywho. Good. Anywho. All right. Uh, uh, let me give you my Attack on Titan review from Sunday. Okay. I'm not caught up, but okay. Hey. Wake up. Falcon. Old man, we're going to put you on home. Wake up. They insist on being like, remember that super exciting episode that we gave you four weeks ago? Here's all the conversation that led to that. It's like, what? Why? Why do why? Why do we need to know this? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what conversations led to that amazing episode. It was really fun. So move on. Continue the story. Stop sending us back two and five years in the past and be like, here's the stuff we didn't show you because <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> it's the exciting stuff, you jerks. 
no, 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 but Mikasa has a tattoo, right? Yes. Don't care. <laughs> hey, she's a secret Japanese person. We knew that. <laughs> we were aware since season one. Nobody was like, oh, wow. Mikasa's secretly Japanese. Hmm. What a plot twist. What a plot twist. She's some kind of royalty. Doesn't matter. I really don't give a crap. And all this stuff about, like, do we want to force Historia to become a titan and eat? The, I don't care. I don't care. It's so much disgusting and nothing ever happens. <sighs> okay, that's all. Okay. That's my rant. Deep breaths. Yeah. <sighs> Cat's tip. <laughs> yes. There'll be a new episode next week. It's okay. Calm down. Oh Calm gosh. down. I don't even. Mm. Mm. Whatever. I'm sure. Okay, mm-hmm. so moving on. Moving on. All right. So this last week, I was like, I need to watch a movie. Mm -hmm. And I was just going kind of through the available list on Amazon Prime. And 310 to Yuma came up. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I like Christian Bale. And I like Russell Crowe. And I never actually saw this when it came out in 2007. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I heard good things about it. And it's got good reviews. So Mm -hmm. let's give it a shot. It's a Western. I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2 a lot recently. So I'm in a Western kind of mood. Yep. Yep. So I sat down and I watched it and it was good. And then Samakarn was like, I remember enjoying that, you know, 15 years ago when I watched it. <laughs> yeah, it's about right. Yeah. And then uh, you watched it again. I did. So we could talk about it. Yeah. Boy, do is the, like not a whole lot to say about it, though. It's kind of cut and dry, right? Like unless you have some deep insight that I missed. Uh, no, other, it's an enjoyable it's, western, right? It's a yes. remake. That's that was news to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a well-executed western. It's very genre western. They're mm-hmm. not they're not tweaking the formula. They're not changing anything. They're not turning anything on its head. It is a western mm-hmm. through and through. Yeah, yeah. With I think tighter pacing and I think more action than a lot of Westerns have. Mm-hmm. Like it really moved along. Well, I think every scene was just like, chop, chop, chop. we're going, we're going, we're going, we're going, we're going, moving, moving. And then it's over. Right. Like no point was, I was like, oh, okay, how far are we into this movie? When is it going to be over? Which is, I think is good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's, um, you know, it's good. I highly recommend it to anyone who doesn't mind the shooting. I mean, boy, I was really annoyed that they were the the, the Ben Wade's gang was like, they've got a Gatling gun here. If why don't we take that? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. That, that seems like serious hardware that they could sell or use. Totally. Like all we care about is the cash, which I get it. Cash is easier to move than probably a Gatling gun gun is. Especially since there's a lot of cash there, right? Yeah, <laughs> totally. Right, right. It's a good point. Yeah. So here's my thing. I think I said this in the Discord, but okay. So you're transporting a really dangerous criminal, like a super dangerous, very violent man mm-hmm. who has a bit of a silver tongue. Mm-hmm. He keeps trying to talk to your men and get in their heads. And he's like talking to your wife and trying to get in her head. Mm-hmm. Gag the man and tie him to a tree or a rock or something. The number of times they're like, you better shut up, Ben Wade. And then he just keeps talking about stuff. And then he murders people because he's not tied up. It's way too high. It's like it is twice. way too high. It's like twice. Yes. It's like twice. How? I, did, 
I mean, he's a prisoner. They're like they're trying to treat him well for some godforsaken well, reason. Old West Code of Honor. You can't like gag At and least. bound a man, right? Like you gotta we'll feed him dinner. <laughs> Look, we'll handcuff cook. him. We'll feed him dinner. We're not gonna check to make sure he didn't keep the fork up his sleeve because we're idiots, right? I mean, honestly, giving him a fork at all was probably a massive mistake. Right. I, I don't know. It's just, they're like, Russell Crowe, we need you to be a bad guy in this movie. And he's like, so am I smart? You're much smarter than everybody else. And he's like, deal. <laughs> I'm right. in. I mean, if it's like, there's always like something you could pick on. It's like, well, if they didn't want him to attempt to run away, they could have just shot him in the leg. You literally took a doctor oh. with you, cut off yes. his leg, right? Yeah. Like, why didn't they just do that? Or just right. a foot. Look, you don't have to, again, tie him to a tree. There are times <laughs> you, can't tie him to a tree forever. you can't tie him to a tree forever, right? No, no. I, but one of his murders happens because all they've done is handcuff him and let him lie on a rock. That's it. Mm-hmm. And then someone is trying to watch him for the whole night. And obviously they fell asleep and they died as a result. But if you've got him bound to something... I, At I least think make him work for it, is all I'm I, saying. I think he died because he was singing, right? Like, he gives the excuse that, like, oh, he took my horse, he took my gun. But I think it was because he wouldn't shut up. Like, Russell Crowe just wanted to sleep. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's why he killed him, right? Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, but the dude was good enough with a gun to where if he was conscious and aware of the fact that Ben Wade was jumping at him, then he would have shot him, and he didn't. So, right, I think he fell asleep. I think no, he no, screwed no. up. He fell. He he did fall asleep, but that doesn't okay. mean you can't like make sure he doesn't wake up. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying if the guy who was watching Ben Wade had fallen asleep and hadn't been singing, mm-hmm. that Ben Wade would have not killed him. I think it's significantly less likely. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, that guy sucked. Yeah. I mean, there's they other did a reasons. Good job of making us know that he sucked. Yeah, yeah. There's other reasons why Ben Wade might have killed him. For instance, mm. he was probably the most uh, bloodthirsty of the captors. And so he would have been the first person to shoot Ben Wade, given a chance. Right? Like, yeah. He's the guy to draw on Ben Wade when they're all crossing through the Apache uh, territory and. It turns out the kid's been following him. Yeah. Right? Like, had he been alive there, I think he would have been the kind of guy to try and draw. Um, and who knows how that would have turned out. But Benway was probably just taking out the worst person, like the person who's most likely to shoot him given the chance, you know? Yep, for sure. So there's also that. Well, and like Jess says in the in chat here, yes, it's because the plot needed to happen. Right. Right. So if... That's the thing. Like, if everybody is smart mm-hmm. in your fictional story, it's hard to gen- generate drama a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing that I really had a problem with is, uh, so you ride into town where the train station is. You mm-hmm. got to just wait for the train to come in like an hour and a half. The sheriff is there with you. He's obviously aware of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Deputize the town. You know what's going to happen when an entire gang of dudes rolls in? You're going to need more than probably your five dudes. Just And the tr- the guy who works for the train company is very willing to toss around hundreds of dollars to make sure this dude ends up at Yuma. Mm-hmm. 
at no point is he like, hey, there's a lot of people running around with guns in this town. Let's deputize all of them. No, they don't do this. The bad guys have this idea immediately upon arriving in the town, and then suddenly the tables are flipped. It's like, you morons. Yeah, well, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, Like, I think that's reasonable. Like, they expected seven to eight guys, and it's not often that the bad guys have enough open cash to just buy people enough people who are willing to fight law enforcement. Like the, the, the marshals are like, all right, they've got way too many guys to deal with. Let's come out. And then they will just get slaughtered on the steps anyway. Right. Well, by the gang. Yes. True. Right. Not by the townspeople. No, no. So I think the people, I think the people were willing to fight for everyone, whoever was going to pay them. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they don't believe enough in law and order just to, you know, help the cops out out of the goodness of their own heart. I get that. That's right. fine. Well, the cops weren't even going to help out of the goodness of their own heart. They were getting paid. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. Yes. Right. Like, this, no one's helping out of the goodness of their own heart. I think it's just, like, as a numbers game, they thought five people can probably take the seven. That's I know, coming. but that's... But the probably is what bothers me. Like, you really want Ben Wade to go to Yuma? Here's the thing. For the it, third time? Like, a, stack the odds in your favor, man. The paying of the town was only if they shot someone, right? Only if they yeah. hit, right? If you pay yeah. your town for protection on the side of the cops, you have to pay all of them regardless, <laughs> right? Why? Because that's probably any the, of you that take down any of the seven men that ride into town in ten minutes, you get a hundred bucks. No, because you can't do that with the law enforcement on your side because that's called murder, right? You can do that if you're the bad guys and you're killing the good guys, but you can't be like, "Hey, Marshal, you mind if I get all these people to become my bounty hunters?" Right? Like, can I just put out open bounties on people here? They're probably going to be like, "No, you can't." <laughs> but you say, Fine, we'll, so we'll, for- "We'll pay you all ten dollars for an hour of your time." that you still have to pay 30 people $10 each. That's a lot of money. Look, man, it's the Wild West. If you're letting your honor get in the way of that, then you're willing to die on that hill, and you did die on that hill, so congratulations. I'm like, also- you don't get to survive that long in basically a lawless environment by being like, I can't turn these men into bounty hunters. That is the wrong thing to do. Well, you can't do that. I think they were just dumb. Maybe. It also is a matter of how much money did the... What is his name? Butterworth? Buttercup? Butter something? Butterfield? Butterfly? <laughs> who? <laughs> the, the guy who owned the railroad. Oh, yeah. No, J.P. Morgan. Mustache guy. Mustache sure. guy. Yeah. He, he, he might not have had that kind of cash on him, right? Sure, but... if he, I don't know. I mean, you gotta the pay tra- them somehow. The, yeah, but I don't know that you have to pay them right away. He represents the railroad, which is like the closest thing to any kind of like a power the old west had back then mm-hmm. if he's like look i'm a representative of the railroad i don't have fifteen thousand dollars on me right now we'll come back in a week and we'll pay you we promise and i think that would have worked mm. i would have done that i don't know these people are the kind of people that will take up arms because you offered them money right if they don't get that money yeah. i'd be like i'd be pretty pissed i'd be like well what's one more co- uh, grave to dig you know yeah no if you tell them you have the money and then you don't obviously they're going to be pissed but if you're yeah. like, look, we're, we'll pay you. Look, do cool. this thing today. We'll be back in a week. We'll pay you. Well, that's the strong thing. And then thing they can of, say yes or no. That's not going to piss them off. That's, that's the, the strong offer. thing about uh, Ben Wade's gang is that they flash the cash to prove it. Like They have the money yeah. on them and they show them. Yeah, no, that's true. That yeah. was a very effective, effective ploy. 
Mm-hmm. For sure. Anyway, and then it t- turns out the whole movie is about honor, and our hero ends up dead, but, you know, he did what he set out to do. Mm-hmm. And then even our bad guy, Russell Crowe, has all of the honor, kind of. Like, he's pretty confident he can escape from prison again for the third time. He's, he's not even going to escape from prison. He's escaping from the train, right? Like, he whistles, so? for, his, he whistles for his horse, and his horse is going to chase the train to Yuma. No, he's getting off that train today. Oh, bummer. All right. <laughs> right. Like, cause here's, hmm. here's the thing. Uh, he, as a man of honor, right, he recognizes that uh, Evan's job was to get him on the train, not that he had to stay on the train. So it's kind of like a ha-ha, I filled the promises, loophole, I'm out of here. You know? Yeah. I, and you know, yeah, I think you're right. I forgot about the horse. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I don't know. I mean... He was willing to basically massacre his own men <laughs> out right. of some kind of weird sense of honor and respect that he has uh, f- for dead farmer here. Right. Well, I mean, he can get a new game. Not hard. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. What I thought was interesting was when they're in the hotel room, somebody was it the kid is like, you're not all bad. Mm-hmm. Like just judging his morality. And mm-hmm. he's like, he doesn't, he puts it. In a way that if I weren't bad, I wouldn't be able to be the leader of these men. These men are bad, right? Yeah, these are animals, right? Like, yeah, like he puts himself morally higher than they are in that way. Well, I, I'm high up in an inverted ladder, maybe, right? Like he puts them on their level. He's like, no, no, no. You want to work with these pigs, you're going to have to get dirty, right? Right? He's saying yeah. he is as dirty as them because... He is, but he's not as... In- inherently evil he doesn't think and obviously that's established because <laughs> he thinks again, he, he thinks he's a man of honor right yes he does he thinks he's a, an, i don't want to say good no but he thinks he's a less than evil person who does evil acts right right and they do, I mean, they really work on being like, you see this old man bounty hunter here who quotes the Bible all the time? He's basically the same thing as Ben Wade is. He's killed women. He's killed children. He's killed probably a bunch of innocent people. Mm. He just thinks he's on the right on the side, side and on the side of God. But really, there's not much of a difference here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you kind of slaughter women and children, there ain't much honor in that regardless of whether or not they're technically allowed to be killed by the law or whatever the argument is because it's like oh they were you know the law said i could therefore i'm a good guy by doing it yeah right? well it's like, not even I'm that not, the I'm, law said that he could it was that they were like in like were messing with the building of the, the railroad. railroad right like, that's what it was <laughs> well the it closest, like, these the, dudes were raiding towns it's like they're just impeding the building of a railroad they're screwing with commerce right they murder them right but as you said the railroad the closest thing to a power in the wild west yes. So that is, that is coming at the power, as you like to put it. Yep, totally. Agreed. I didn't, I don't know. I just, I feel like a lot of the Ben Wade part was maybe changed to like make sure that Russell Crowe took this part. When they're being attacked by the Native Americans in the past, he like friggin' Rambos them. <laughs> He's with everybody else getting shot at. They can barely see where the bullets are coming from, right? Mm-hmm. It's dark. Mm-hmm. And he like closes the distance. <laughs> And takes all three of them out. It just snap, snap, snap. It's like, okay, all right. So you're a ninja now. That's cool, I guess. 
Right. Yeah, uh, Ben Wade had magic powers. Um, yeah, I was actually um, reading through the IMDb for this movie. Apparently, uh-huh. Tom Cruise was going to play Ben Wade, but then he, <laughs> uh, I can he, see that he bowed out once Russell Crowe had like cleared his schedule. <laughs> right, like he stepped aside oh. for Russell Crowe, and then apparently Russell Crowe also um, suggested Alan Tudyk for the role of the the, the, the doctor. I will take Alan Tudyk in anything. Oh yeah, give he's... me more Alan Tudyk in my life. He's great. Yeah, yeah, his character's fine. I mean, yeah, I mean it's fine. Like he he's fine, but he doesn't have to be an amazing character. He fits into the story with what he is. Like they needed guys. Yeah. This town didn't have any anyone that they could bring along with of any kind of professional level. So a doctor is, you know, not a bad idea if you're transporting a prisoner and you might have injuries sustained, you know. You might put yourself in a position where your prisoner can stab one of his guards to death with a fork. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Good times. Do you think there's not a doctor in that town? You think he's just a veterinarian that, like, stitches people up when he needs to? There's not a doctor? Probably. If there was a proper doctor, they would have taken him there, I imagine. Like, the old guy. Um... You think so? Like, we're going to take your town's doctor for a few weeks, town. I hope you're going to be okay. Well, who's, I mean, who's going to stop them? That They were the law in that town. Yeah, I guess. And a few okay. weeks, it would have been like three days. Right? <laughs> right? If everything gone to plan, it would have been like three days. Um, uh, no, it's at least a couple nights there. I mean, a couple nights back, none, right? No, no. Well, yeah, a couple nights. But uh, the, yeah. they say the 310 to Yuma, day after tomorrow. So it's two there, two back, right? Yeah. Okay. But it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, four days. It's in a week. That's my point. Right. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yep. You're right. So anyway, they'll probably be fine. Probably. Sure. Nobody's gonna get appendicitis while they're gone. Right. Probably. Did they even handle that back then? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, I did kind of like the the fact that Ben Wade gets caught because he decides he needs to hang out and have sex with the bartender. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Like they do this whole trick to get all of law enforcement out of the town so they can do their ritual whiskey drinking, you know, mm-hmm. splitting of the money in a bar uh-huh. without being worried about the cops showing up. Uh-huh. And they do it and everyone gets out. And then Ben's like, this woman is hot. I'm going to stick behind and risk my entire life. She's to got bang green her. eyes. Yeah. But she doesn't have green eyes. He makes a point of saying she doesn't have green <laughs> eyes. That's the joke. It's like it doesn't. Oh, she just needs to have green eyes. Ah, it doesn't matter if she doesn't have green eyes. <laughs> like that's that's the point, right? Yes, yes. Okay. The power of boners is stronger than the power of wanting to stay out here's, of prison. Here's the thing. He bumps into Evan at the bar, right? Because Evan's looking for Hollander, who's the guy who's like plugging up the river and all that. Um, yeah. If he hadn't been there to be like. You owe me money for my time, my two cattle that you killed, my son's time. He might have just yeah. like walked out the front and gotten away with it. He might have left as well. Yeah. So it's not just sure. that he wanted to bang the bartender. It's that it's his sense of honor. It's his sense of honor. Yeah, it was. It's his sense of honor as a lifetime criminal and personal robber of like 22 different wagon trains of money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He has enough honor to be like this random farmer whose cows I used. <clears throat> right. And I mean, he takes their horses so they can't report the crime. 
But then mm-hmm. he doesn't keep the horses. He tells him where he's going to leave them, and then he does it. Mm-hmm. And then he re- recompenses uh, Christian Bale mm-hmm. for all the stuff he asks for, and even the unreasonable stuff that Christian Bale asks for. Right. He's not like, screw off, peasant. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know what? Fine. Here you go. Yeah, he, he was strapped for cash. Oh, well, like, not strapped. Yeah. Um, he was loaded. Flushed. He was flushed. Thank you. And yeah. uh, he saw that he had done this man wrong and was willing to pay out for it. Yeah, um, and again, beyond what was reasonable was what I thought was interesting. Yeah, because when we're talking about the two cows that died, all right, his time, all right, the time of his boys pushing it, but all right, mm-hmm. and then he's just like five bucks for no reason, right? <laughs> he's like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> for the stress, yeah, for making me, yeah, worry. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, mental damage, right? Like mental anguish. People yeah. were in um, settlements over that. So my understanding of that scene is that Christian Bale is aware the cops are kind of closing in and he's trying to buy enough time and keep Ben Wade distracted enough that they can do it. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's amazing. That is some guts to be like, I am betraying you right now and I'd like you to recompense me for my time, please. (laughs) Yeah. Ballsy. For someone who's basically a coward whose son hates him, he's kind of a gutsy dude a lot of the time in this movie. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the point. Yeah. Ah, man. Anyway, it's good. It's just there's some good moments where, you know, Ben Wade's always asking Christian Bale how he lost his foot. Mm -hmm. And he knows he fought in the Civil War, but Christian Bale won't tell him and he won't tell him and he won't tell him. Mm -hmm. And then finally at the end, what are they doing? Are they fighting? Oh, yeah. Ben Wade's going to kill him. Ben Wade's like strangling Christian Bale with his handcuff Mm -hmm. chain. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, look, we were retreating and I got shot by one of my own men and lost my foot. Like, you can't tell people that story, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, that's good. That's that's really good. Like, if there's a way, you know, to lose your foot in war that you don't want to tell people about, that's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, it. I mean, it probably would have been worse if, like, uh, he'd said that he deserted, I guess. But <laughs> he needed to, you know, retain well, some level of his own honor. I mean, he couldn't say that he deserted, right? Because he got right. paid for his leg. Uh, and people would have been like, where'd you get that $198.32, right? Yeah. Um, which Ooh, That I, was another good conversation, that, too. Sorry. That, that was ahead. a really good scene. I was going to uh, like compose that with... Juxtapose uh, uh, that with... Um, when he's basically asking Ben Wade to pay him out for his time, which is yeah. Ben Wade is trying to pay him so he can walk away. Right. Yeah. He, he he wants to walk away from this man. He's wrong, but he still wants to walk away. Right. Like it's just another yep. scene where like his logic at the end when he's like when they're holed up in like at the train station. I think it is when that scene happens. Yeah. And he's talking about how much money he got for his foot. That it's just another scene of yeah, people will try and buy their way out of obligations. Yeah. Yeah. Well. It's. Yes. How much money do I have to pay you so I never have to worry about you again? And I can write you off entirely. Right. Yeah. Also, I was going to bring up the scene where uh, Ben Wade's like, I'll pay you $2,000 to walk. Right? Just mm-hmm. let me go. You're the last person in this little posse. Mm-hmm. And Christian Bale's like, how am I going to explain having $2,000? Like, you left with a known wanted criminal with a mm-hmm. lot of money. Mm-hmm. He escaped and you came home with $2,000. How am I going to make people, you know, believe anything happened other than that I let you go? And he's like, eh, that's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, his 
crew evidently roll up into towns with just like thousands of money, right? Yeah, yeah. Like they get away with it. Why can't he? Just take it, spend it in small amounts. Be like, I sold three cows today. I've got twenty bucks. All right, cool. Go to yeah. town. With 20 no, bucks for sure. Like you couldn't, yeah. you, you can, like, I think but, that sum of money and when money's like that little inflation going around, like, I think it's definitely much harder because a thousand dollars, like if I had a thousand dollars, no one's going to be like, where'd you get that money? Right. But a thousand dollars in like, what is it? 18 something is 1840 like, is, is like a fortune. Yeah, yeah. It's a fortune. Right. Like that's yeah. house buying money. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, enough to keep it from his wife, which is rough. And he kind of needs to spend a bunch to like not die mm-hmm. because his farm is failing mm-hmm. and because the railroad wants his land. And as we've established, the railroad get what it gets what it wants. Mm-hmm. So here's what I don't get. Have they like offered? They've offered to buy his land, right? They say that in the beginning of the movie. They're like, take the offer, stupid. Like, well, the only reason you're burning down your barn is because you won't sell. And that he owes them money. And that he owes them money. That's a right. good point. Right. Like he owes them money and he's not paying because he can't pay because his cows are dying because they dammed the well of uh, the, the river. Uh. Yeah. And he makes that point. He's like, look, <laughs> you took my water. How am I supposed to pay you back? Mm-hmm. Which is <laughs> which cows are dying is the point, right? Like you're yes, not supposed to pay it him back. That's what that is. <laughs> it is. But I mean, look, it's Arizona in 1842. Mm-hmm. Like what I don't get is you can't just like pack up and go start over somewhere. Bring your cows. Well, like, he, yes, you're going to have to build another house in the middle of nowhere and you're going to have to build another barn. But like, it's not that it can't be that hard. Can it? I mean, if you have no money, I assume so. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. But I mean, he's got the cows. Like how many cows would you have to sell to have enough to build another house? Those cows aren't worth anything. They're starved, right? Like, you couldn't... Like, if he sold all those cows, I don't think he could pay off his debts, let alone build a house. He got some bucks. Okay, I don't know. Whatever. Like, I don't understand the economics of the situation. I'm just I'm just knowing that Arizona is huge, mm-hmm. and I know that he says that he has to be in a dry climate for his son who is sick. Mm-hmm. But by golly, the area of Southern California, New Mexico, and Arizona is massive. Sure. And I'm sure you could relocate somewhere where you're not getting your barn burned down. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. He went into debt for a reason. I don't remember what that debt was. I think it was paying for water. Um, so I imagine a lot of the valuable land, which is on rivers or by wells or ponds or lakes or whatever that Arizona might have. I don't know. I've never been. Uh are probably pretty taken and like either expensive or you know you would live a day or two right out from the nearest town which would be rough right like oh the missus got pregnant and we're expecting a doctor right to come out and it's two days right to go and get them when you need them because obviously you don't you can't pay for the doctor being around there the entire time or the boys get sick they fall over they get you know a tetanus infection or any kind of infection because there's no antibiotics Right. right everything two days right out like that's a i don't know it's not as easy to just pick up and leave i think as it is today by any stretch true 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 i mean i'm just remembering the little house on the prairie series um which laura ingalls wilder wrote about her growing up experience in the in the west 
And she's like, my dad was super independent. Like I grew up, we never had neighbors. Like there's when they're living on the prairie, it's honestly like a day's ride into town for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, if something happens, something happens, we deal with it, you know? So I don't think that's entirely impossible, but it's obviously not ideal. hundred percent. I mean, uh, describe prairies for me. Cause I'm pretty sure prairies are much nicer uh, environments to live than desert. Right. Yeah. No, it is. No, 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 I'm saying just proximity to town. That's all. Right. Right. Just from that aspect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, sure. For sure. They set up like next to a river and all that stuff. Definitely. Imagine, imagine he moves, sets up next to a river and someone up the river again, dams it. Like your mother's like, I just got away from this. No, water rights is a huge thing the world over. hundred percent. Right. Like there's fights about that. Do you know where there's water? <laughs> You know what I would have done if I was Christian Bale? I would have moved upriver from the guy who <laughs> damned his water. <laughs> Damn it on him. Be like, sorry, bro. Hits my land first. I can do what I want with it. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, yes. I, that that might have worked. I don't know. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. So basically he dies. Christian Bale dies at the end of the film. But the train company man was like, you know, I'll send two thousand dollars to your family. A thousand. I don't think it's two. I think it's. I think he upped it because Bill wasn't accepting the first offer. Remember? I don't know. Either way, here's a bunch of cash going mm-hmm. to your widow. Mm-hmm. If you don't make it out alive. Well, even if he Plus, does make it out alive, right? It's not if he dies. Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No matter what. But um, but then we see the rains, right? They make a point to point out the rains coming over Bixby. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, maybe that revives the farmland and maybe that brings the cattle back up to where they need to be. Maybe they're saved without that cash. Mm. So I'm like, maybe there's an option here where like they're a billion times better off without dad being around mm-hmm. <laughs> just through sheer random happenstance, you know? Well, I mean, the rains probably set them up for a while. The cash probably does them a hell of a lot better in the long run. Yeah, definitely. Who? Mm. Definitely. Anyway, it's good. It's not amazing. It's good. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's worth, it's like eight out of 10 on like, um, Rotten Tomatoes. Like it, it feels good, right? Like not a lot to really complain about other than, uh, you know, getting stabbed in the throat by fork. Yeah. That was rough. Just like the sound of it is not great. Yeah, good fully work. Yeah, that. Oh, that was uh, that was actually pretty good. I'm just hire <laughs> you for that stuff. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I don't know. Podcast network I listen to does a thing called the Rewatchables, where they just like rewatch movies from. I mean, they've gone as back far back as like 1972. Okay. And talk about them. I don't know. Maybe we should just do that every once in a while. Maybe once a month or every couple of weeks. Sure. Like watch a movie and watch a movie from 2007. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if you have any suggestions, anybody, let us know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let us know. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. <sighs> so, oh, did I tell you that YouTube is dumb and that if you try and watch, like if you try and buy a movie on YouTube, right? If you're not using an, an app on your phone and you're just using a browser, even Chrome, It'll only play at 480p. What? That seems impossible. 
yeah, it's stupid. But if you watch it on your phone, it's like, hey, here's a 4K movie. Go nuts. Right? They're just like, I sent them like an email being like, what the hell's up with this? And they're like, oh, sorry, here's a discount code for your next rental free that didn't work. Um, <laughs> YouTube always has had great customer support. We know this. We uh, do. It's Google in general. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so I was like, well, I'm not going to rent 310 to UMR on Google on YouTube because I'll only have to watch it in 480p. So I picked it up on the Microsoft Store, and the Microsoft Store's video player is broken. Like, it's a piece of shit broken for me on my PC. I don't know why. It's always been like this for a while, which is why I, I, I stopped using it for a bit. I knew it was broken, but I had to use it, and it just re-annoyed me because like, it wasn't on Netflix. I don't buy anything on Amazon. Right. Uh, and if I load up, if I just open the app and try to use its file browser, it freezes. If I try and full screen the movie, it freezes. Uh, I have to dig into Windows file browser to find the video file and then play it from there. If I want to pause the movie, it freezes. If I want to, wow, it's a good experience. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And it wasn't always like this. I think it's literally because I am too heavy a user. Like I have, I have nine, ten, eleven, twelve thousand video files purchased through there, and it's running like. DRM checks on all of them all the time. So it's just like, we need to make sure you own any of these before you can actually watch any of them. Um, uh, Yeah, but I I struggled through 310. I had to pause it twice. (laughs) I don't want to do that again. (laughs) No, definitely not. Yeah. So you know what's crazy? If you Google this whole problem with 480p, Mm Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of stuff back in October of 2020 mm-hmm. where this story gets picked up and a bunch of different people report it, and there's nothing since then. Mm-hmm. Like, this happened. It sucks. Mm-hmm. YouTube says it's a problem. They're working on it. That's all. There's nothing in November or December or January about this. Right. Everyone is just like, fine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It is what it is. This, that's crazy. 480 is, I mean, that's not even... That's standard definition. Yeah. It's not even, like, it's 2021. That is less than standard definition at this point. <laughs> well, it's not standard as in it's the standard. It's standard as in that is what is considered standard definition. Like, that's its title. Yes. No, I know. I'm just it saying. The, the standard for 2021 is no longer 480. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need, man, I need to look into this. It's so, like, October 20... 20th is the first mention of it and then like the 21st and 22nd there are stories and then it's done right everybody's just like oh well i guess that's reality now mm-hmm. <laughs> yep this should be more of a thing like sure. i've never bought a movie off of uh youtube before now i'm never going to right well i mean you can still watch it on your phone or if you have chromecast <sighs> or a smart tv yeah. of any kind or a roku or a xbox 360 you can still watch it in the appropriate resolution. It's uh, true, but just the principle of it bothers me. Right, no, yeah. <laughs> Figure it out, yeah, dunces. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is weird mm-hmm. because YouTube's entire thing is streaming video, right? Like, why is it yeah. only with paid content is this so hard? Yeah. Right, like, I can go You'd to your... you think their I priority can... would be making the paid content good because paid content it just has a higher profit than right. the free stuff, probably. I don't know. For the most part, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you can get 10 bucks out of every person who wants to watch 310 to Yuma versus 
a two dollars ten cents out of every thousand person who watches a PewDiePie video, you know, you're definitely making more money. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, Aki's recommending Groundhog's Day. Oh, that's a good one. It's an art movie. I do like Bill Murray. Okay, we'll put it on the list. I'll think about it. Mm. It's not striking me instantly as right, something I, I want to do. But. I feel like I watched it last year. Um, so it's been like, it's still pretty fresh in my mind. I don't even think I need to rewatch it. <laughs> is the issue. Yeah, no, that's fair. We'll find something. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, we're over time. We should probably go. Probably. Probably, but cool. All right. So that's going to be it. Uh, from us today, yes, I have seen Groundhog Day. It's great. Uh, but yeah, be sure to check out the Patreon page for the podcast under Shamacron's name. The store also falconpaladin.store. And until next time, as always, thanks for hanging out with us during our many, many ramblings. And until next time, as always, stay warm, stay safe, and take care of yourself. Bye. Goodbye.